Hi, I'm Abby, and welcome to the God is Always Good podcast. Thank you for listening today. I have two special guests, Lucy and Emerson, today. They will be talking about what Bible verses have stood out to them in the hard times or just any Bible verses that kind of remind them of how God, good God is or just how they saw God's goodness in their life. Um, okay, Lucy, introduce yourself a little bit. Hi, I'm Lucy. I am a sophomore here at AU. Um, I'm from Greenville, South Carolina, and I am a nursing major. All right, Emerson. Hey, I'm Emerson. I'm a junior here at Anderson. I'm a digital media major, and I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, awesome. All right, so I always start with a random question just to kind of get the conversation started and to make it fun. Um, So where is the best place for you to see the sunset? And why would you say it's the best place? I think the best place to see the sunset is um, when you are driving in the Blue Ridge Mountains and you're on the Blue Ridge Parkway and you're by like one of those overlooks or you're at the top of Mount Mitchell. Anywhere in the mountains, I think is the best place to see the sunset because that's where I feel like I'm closest to God. That's good. Um, I concur that the mountains is always good, but there's like this little spot in Greenville that I used to go to a lot in high school and it's like just this like random road and you can kind of see like an overlook of the mountains. Um, it's in like some bank parking lot, but it's really pretty and one of my favorites. (laughs) For sure. Okay, let's dive into the topic. So either one can go first, whichever you want um so kind of like describe Lucy or Emerson kind of describe some times in your life that you kind of like had to preach scripture to yourself or how did you learn to lean on God in that time yeah um that is something that um I grew up learning like preaching scripture to yourself um my mom was a big proponent of that and would always um emphasize the importance of memorizing scripture so that um when you are in times in your life where things get harder and uh, you might not have like a physical Bible or something like that, maybe not that extreme, but um, that you're able to really like make scripture a part of yourself. Um, but there's definitely been many times in my life that I've had to like use that skill um, working at different camps um, and feeling like a lot of burnout in that even like in school um feeling like exhausted from a hard major or something like that um and just like really having to preach myself the truth and not rely on what I feel in the moment I would also say that my parents really instilled that in me growing up um I was like a part of Awana if you know what that is and I like memorized a ton of scripture and stuff And I think at the time, I didn't really know, like, I knew why I was doing it, but I don't think I had really, like, a relationship with the Lord um, as much as I do now, obviously. Um, But that scripture has stayed with me, which is the beautiful thing. So, like, what you're saying of, like, how it comes back, like, when you need it and when you're in hard moments and you don't have your Bible and it's like the Holy Spirit just, like, brings to your mind something that applies to the situation that you're going through. Um, And that's definitely been huge for me especially like freshman year of college Um, it was pretty rough and so that was a big big time of like having to learn to lean on the Lord um when I was going through like 
hard times and falling into sin and everything like that. Um, and I would say also through like, I would say also going through like autoimmune diseases and getting those young, like as a young teenager, like 13 and 16 and not really knowing like what's going on with my body and why it's happening and all those things was like a really big time that I also had to lean on God, um, just for strength because I didn't have any physically. Um, and so that was also huge. Um, how did you see God's goodness like in those hard moments? Yeah, I talked about it a little bit, but this past summer I worked at a camp, um, and it was just really difficult, um, really draining, um, a lot of, like, things happening at home that I couldn't really, um, tend to because I had to tend to my campers, um, but I, like, have never seen God's goodness like I had that summer, which is crazy that, like, even in my hardest moments I can see the Lord's goodness, um, just like so many answered prayers of community for the summer and, um, like finding joy, even when, um, camp was hard and campers were taking a lot out of me and there was stuff happening at home. Um, yeah, God was still really good. And I think a lot of people around me were able to preach that truth to me when I couldn't believe it for myself. Um, there was so many people that I had around me that were able just to remind me of that. I would also say, like, very similar things to what Lucy just said, but um, I think the way God showed his goodness to me in the hardest moments was through the people that he put in my life and put around me, um, who, when I couldn't speak truth to myself, like, they were able to speak truth over me. Um, specifically, one of my friends from freshman year, um, we kind of walked through some hard things together, like that first semester, and she really came alongside me and was like there for me, cried with me, everything like that. And um, her older sister and her older sister's boyfriend at the time, now husband, um, took us home from college on that Thanksgiving break, and they drove us all the way down to Charleston, and we just really had a hard semester, and I've been going through a lot of things. And they both just spoke truth over us, and they, like, played worship music. They, like, held our hands and cried with us and prayed with us um, and just, like, reminded us that, like, anything that we had done or anything we'd gone through, that, like, shame and guilt is not what has power over us, um, especially just because all of those things have been taken care of, like, on the cross um, and that we can't let those um, control us in any way and that— like just remembering what God has done for us um, can free us from that. And so that was like pivotal for me, especially going into like that seven-week break at the time is what it was um, because I was able to take that whole break to like reconnect with the Lord. And I wouldn't say that I'd like completely like fallen away from him or anything, but I definitely was struggling with some things that he was not my priority. Um, and so that I was able to take that break to – um, refocus back onto him. Um, and that was like how I was able to see the Lord's goodness for sure. Um, at what moment did you like specifically see God move? Um, 
There was a week of camp, so we had seven weeks, and there was one week that was just rough. It was like, I think week five or something like that. Um, and my campers were just kind of crazy and weren't really listening to me. I was feeling, I mean, I was like, had a lot of camp under my belt, but still had a good amount to go. And I remember talking to one of my friends there and just kind of like pouring out my heart to her and being telling her how frustrated I was with a lot of things, and um, I was like, I, don't, I feel like I'm not doing any ministry. I feel like I'm not, like, doing anything, like, that's worth anything this summer, and that was, like, one of my biggest, like, goals for the summer, um, and I was just, like, there's, like, a lot of negative, like, thoughts in my mind, and then just, like, lies that I was believing, um, and I remember her, like, coming to me with this journal, that she had for some reason and she gave it to me and was like, Lucy, I want you to write down literally every single thing that you're thankful for. Um, like I want like the littlest things to like food and water, like big normal, um, things. And that was like, that was such a turning point in my summer that like I had someone that showed up for me in like such like a small intangible way that she, obviously didn't have to do that, but that, um, was, like, so obviously the Lord, like, moving and working through her, um, to change things in my life, um, but, yeah, I think God used that moment as a turning point, um, to, like, kind of put my life in perspective and, um, like, the hard things in my life, um, or the things that seemed, like, really daunting and frustrating, um, like I was able to find so much joy just in gratitude. Um, but yeah. Hmm. I would say like the first, one of the first moments that I saw God move or like felt him move was definitely in that car ride home. Um, but there's also a book that my friend and I had both, um, bought and it's called My Greenhouse. It's by Bella Robertson. Um, that's not her last name anymore. Um, but, um, so we read that book and that book was really powerful. It just, it's like a book of poetry. Um, and it just like pointed me back to the Lord in a lot of ways. Um, and it was like very pivotal for both me and my friend. Um, I would also say that finding community in BCM that year, um, was huge for me and like finding friends that could rally alongside me and like cheer me on and like spur me closer to the Lord was really huge. Um, but then even in, I think, the way that I saw God move, and it ended up being, like, way after the fact, um, but last semester I did a Bible, st- like a Bible study with Grace um, with a couple girls um, in college, and Kirsten was our leader, and it was, like, a Bible study on shame, and that was, like, the largest way that I saw the Lord move because I just saw him kind of like redeem me from everything I'd struggle with. Um, and I helped me see, you know, what my struggles were and, um, like what my cycles of, um, sin and shame were and helped me understand like the truth that I knew even like freshman year that like shame doesn't hold me back or like, um, I don't have to live in that anymore. Um, but that helped me understand it even more fully. And so like, it's crazy cause that was like, I don't know, like a year after that hard time in my life. 
and I like finally found freedom from it, um, which was like super awesome. If you said really good stuff, and I would say, like, even about the thankfulness thing, like, that always really does help because it does definitely does, like, kind of change your focus to, like, oh, yeah, God has given me all this. It's not just, like, even though this is, like, awful, but then also you can be, like, and then with you and the shame thing, like, there is no shame. Like, you don't need to feel ashamed because it's already paid for on the cross. So, Were there any Bible verses that, like, really just kind of stuck out to you um yeah I have some um the first one Psalm 34 8 says taste and see that the Lord is good bless this one who takes refuge in him that is like a pretty I feel like common Bible verse but um something that I just realized a lot um hearing that this summer was it wasn't like taste and then maybe you'll see or taste and then do a lot of work and then you'll see. It was like taste and see that the Lord is good. Like it is a promise that if we like pursue that and are like putting in time to like um, read the word and like spend time in prayer and even just like opening our eyes to like what the Lord is doing in like the mundane, like we will see that he is good. Um, And then another one is... In Nehemiah 9, it talks about um, the people, like, wandering, the Israelites, like, wandering in the desert for 40 years. Um, and it says, um, and I did not, and, and did not withhold your manna from their mouth and gave them water for their thirst. And then later, in another verse, it talks about how the Lord, like, sustained them. And, like, even when they thought that um, everything was terrible and that things just couldn't get worse, like, the Lord was still providing within that and I think it's really easy to get frustrated with the um Israelites like why aren't you seeing all the goodness that the Lord is providing but like I'm so often like that like I the Lord is providing so much like manna for my day and I am like so quick to like just not realize that and like the Lord has sustained me through so much um just like he sustained the um Israelites like even this summer like even when it was really hard and really rough, like the Lord was sustaining me um, throughout that. And sometimes it takes like a little bit of perspective and a little bit of like time away from the situation to realize that. But um, yeah, those were two verses that I clung to a lot this summer, just reminding me of the Lord is still good, um, even when I might not feel that that's the case. Um, I have a couple that have just been like rocks for me, <laughs> I would say. So First Peter 1, 6 through 7 um, has just been so impactful for me every time I'm going through something hard, just like remembering um, what it's for. But it says, You rejoice in this, even though now for a short time, if necessary, you suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith, more valuable than gold, which though perishable is ref- refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though not seeing him now, you believe in him, and you would rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy. Um, this verse has just been really important to me and like seeing that even if I'm going through something hard and I feel like I don't have any strength left and I feel like, you know, maybe far from God or whatever, or I'm like fully relying on him just to get through every hour, like that is what it is for. It is, it's testing my faith and bringing me closer to him. Um, instead of further, and it's like the 
picture in there of how um, it's refining my faith, like gold is refined, and like thinking about how like the more carrots in gold, the more refined it is, the more pure it is, and but it has to be put through the fire to get pure. And so I think that's just been a beautiful picture of like going through trials and going through hard things is like, yes, I might feel like I'm in the fire, but it's for like the betterment of my faith. And it is like making me more pure, more holy and like closer to God. So that's definitely been um, a massive one. And then something that has also stuck out to me a lot um, has been Matthew 6, 33 and 34. Um, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Um, just to like remind me, like I first and foremost need to be like seeking the Lord first. Um, and that has just been like the biggest thing that has like helped me through the hard times. Um, and then like everything else that I'm stressed about or anxious about or anything like that is going to be taken care of for me. Um, I just like have to truly like put all my trust in the Lord um, and not worry about tomorrow when I'm living in today. And that's like been a huge thing as well. Um, and then there's one more. I think it's um, well, all of John 15 is like incredible. <laughs> um, but the. There's so many good ones. Um, okay. So, like, John 15, like, 1 through 4, um, where it just says, it's Jesus speaking, and it says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes, and he prunes every branch that produces fruit, so it will produce more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. And I think that that is so cool because um, it kind of has a picture of, like, some of those hard times that we have in life is just the pruning of the Lord so that we can produce more fruit. And then also a reminder that we have been made clean. Like, Jesus has spoken. Jesus has said that we're clean. And so that is our new identity um, if we are in him. Um, and just another reminder just to, like, abide in him and, like, remain in him, just like a branch. Like, we can't produce fruit unless we're connected to the vine, and he is the vine. Um, and, like, that has just been, like, another huge idea that has just, like, really gotten me through some hard times. Awesome. Um, or I'll just share some. Uh, I'd say, like, one of mine is, like, Psalm 23, 4, or at least the part where it's, like, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. And I would say it's like, for me, it's like a very good reminder is like, even though like my life, when there are things that are like so hard and I feel like I am out of control and like the times I've been afraid, like I just remember like, wait a second, I don't need to be afraid because like the Lord is like right there and he's also protecting me. And, like, he's, he is good because he's, like, providing the people, like you all have all said, like, how he kind of provided the people to, like, come alongside you. And I would say that's, like, it's so cool to see, like, how God does that. And he brings people and uses them to help you and be with you. 
and that you're not alone in it ever because, and that's, like, the goodness of God. Like, yeah, like, this world is broken, I feel like, and, like, you can't, it's not that God's like, oh, I'm going to have this thing happen. It's, like, part of the broken world that it happens, but he kind of uses it to bring you closer, and so, yeah. Um... Each of you, I guess, can you describe, like, specifically how they helped you in that time? Which I guess you kind of said how it reminded you of some things, but, like, how specifically was it, like, certain verses? Like, how did they kind of do that? Yeah. Yeah, I would say specifically the, like, Psalm 34 one. Um, I had, like, a youth leader in high school that, would, that was like her favorite verse ever and she would say that all the time and it was like annoying because she would like say it over like the smallest little things um but I just think that like realizing that that is a promise that it's not like I have to put in all of this like like work my way to like seeing the goodness of the Lord or like if I like do enough or if I like am good enough or if I um say the right things or read the right things or pray the right prayers, then I will see the goodness of the Lord. Um, because I think that's a trap that I have fallen into too many times of like working my way to my salvation. Um, and like the fact that like, I like, I had I really didn't have much to do with that, like at all. Like I wasn't on the cross. Like I wasn't the one, um, that was dying. Um, and, like, the work is already done. Like, the, like there is nothing that um, I could do to change that, and there's nothing that I can do to, um, like, separate me from the love of the Lord. And so, like, just, like, realizing that in, um, like, that promise of, like, if I taste, I, like, I will see that the Lord is good. Um, and I think, like, even God, like, reminding me of people, like, like, my youth leader in high school or middle school, like, that was so long ago. Um, and, like, I was able to cling to that, like, a good, like, five, ten years later. Um, and so, like, even her saying those words to me and, like, just speaking that truth over over me as, like, a young, like, teenager um, was so impactful because I was able, like, when things got hard and when, like um, – life got, like, a little more, like, intense, I guess, um, like, I was able to remember truth, and that the Lord was good, no matter, like, my actions. That's really good. I love what you said about how we had nothing to do with our salvation, and, like, we talked about that on church, at church on Sunday, or maybe it was Tuesday night, I'm not sure, um, I just think that that's so huge because it just removes us from the equation yeah. altogether. And um, I can also slip into that way of thinking of like, oh, I have to work really hard to get out of this situation or to earn my salvation. I have to be doing all the right things and saying all the right things and thinking all the right things. And um, that's just not the case, which is just a beautiful picture of like the Lord's mercy and grace to us. Um, I would say like for the verse, like First Peter 1, 6 through 7, it was actually a verse that um, I think I also heard in, like, late middle school, early high school. Um, 
we were like going through and sharing verses that have really helped us get through hard times. And there was a girl that was a couple years older than me and she stood up in front of our youth group and she's like, this is like the verse that I've clung to. And I was probably going through something small at the time, you know, um, just in high school and, you know, all that can come with that. But I like underlined it in my Bible. And from that point on, it was just like something that I tried to memorize and like reflect on and um, just something that I think I never heard before, even though I've grown up in church. Because like, I guess First Peter is not really a book that a lot of people dwell on. <laughs> but I just thought it was a beautiful promise and um, that I can understand why I'm going through suffering or why I'm going through a hard time. Um, and then that's just been something that every single time I've struggled with something, it's like come back out and I like pull that scripture out and even in my mind and I'm just like, okay, like, Lord, this is what you're doing. I can trust in you. Um, and that's been huge. Just like how it's played out over the years. Also like been like five or 10 years (laughs) since then. So it's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Bible verses, they really do help. And it's like, there are a lot of them like I have in my head that like I can pull out at any time where like, Oh, I have this thought. And, like, I can, like, be like, no, this is what God has, like, said. And then, yeah. Yeah, this is what is true. And whatever that other thought was, it's not really true. It's not, you don't need to, like, it's not our job to worry about it. And then the Bible, it's so many times it says not to worry. And so it's, like, it is crazy. And I always, I'm definitely, like, a worrier. And so I have to constantly remind myself, like, hey, don't worry. Like, it's like God, he has it. And he's, like, taking care of you, and he's walking with you in this. So. Yeah. And there's also so many times that, like, everything that we are thinking to ourselves and, like, all the emotions that we're feeling, like, they're not always, like, reliable. Um, which is even something I'm learning. Like, I'm a very emotional person, and so learning not to, like, base everything off of that. Um, but, like, God is truth. Yeah. And we can go back to that every single time, yeah. which I is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have been learning, like, how to, like, figure out, like, because, like, my, even our desires or certain things are, we can deceive ourselves into thinking, like, something and I've been learning how to not let my heart or like any wrong desires like take over or like kind of I don't know the word but kind of take over yeah just because you feel it doesn't make it true and like that is such a hard lesson to learn and like as, like, a super, like, emotional, deep feeler kind of person, like, that is a not fun lesson to learn. But, like, having scripture in, like, the back of my mind to, like, com- combat, like, all of my feelings that m- might not necessarily be the case has been so sweet and so helpful. What specifically would you say did God teach you in that time? Like, what was, like, the actual overall, like, lesson that was, like, this is, I don't know. Whoa. I think he, wow. I have to think for a second. I just think that he taught me, like, 
to fully have dependence on him, like, when everything else is crashing around me. But also, I think he taught me a lot about, like, what happens when I take my eyes off him. <laughs> and, like, it's not pretty. Um, I just think that I made a lot of decisions that um, were not, like, aligned with, like, what I knew I was supposed to be doing. Um, and put myself in some not great situations. And, like, between all of those things, I think he just taught me that he needs to be my number one priority. Um, but also that he's, like, so good to forgive me and, like, throw that far away, um, like, from the east to the west. Um, so I think that would be, like, the main thing. I would say... This summer taught me, like, kind of what you were saying, like, a lot of reliance on the Lord. Like, I cannot do it on my own. And, like, I saw the days that I tried to do it on my own and how terrible it ended and how, like, short I was with people and how, like, my first reaction was just to be sinful in all of my ways. But, like, when I was focusing on Him and when I was making Him, like, my first priority, um, things like started to change. And then even like that verse in Psalm 34, um, I think taught me just like that the Lord is good. Like no matter what comes my way, no matter the like hardship, no matter the, um, feelings that I may feel towards the Lord, like that does not change the character of the Lord. Like my feelings and my thoughts towards God do not change his character. Um, I like growing up had gone through like some illness and like family, like drama at growing up and like into my high school and college years. And like, no matter what, like even when I was sick or even when like my extended family was like really having a hard time, like that did not change the goodness of the Lord. Like my circumstances, my feelings, my thoughts, none of that um, was able to change um, the Lord because he is constant and kind and like, um, that's so good. <laughs> I think that's all we have for today. So as you can see, God is good, even in the hard times. So yes, thank you, Emerson and Lucy, for being on here today. Thank you for listening to the God is Always Good podcast. I hope this was helpful for you in your daily walk with the Lord. And remember, God is always good.